Welcome to Nerdvana, where we align your nerd chakra and Mercury is always in retro geek with your hosts, Patty Cakes and Johnny Discotech. Hello, welcome to another episode of Nerdvana NYC. Today we have me, Johnny Discotech. We have Patty Cakes, and we have a really good friend of ours joining. Her name is Divya Anathraman. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We Anan- Anathraman. Yeah, you got it. All right. Man, that's a um, long, beautiful name. Thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah, so right before we started recording, uh, Patty and Divya were just going off on how certain names from a specific uh, part of South India, they're very long and beautiful and poetic. Um, I'll let you guys talk about that, though. Yeah, I mean, like, just to kind of summarize what we were saying, because it was like one of those, like, really, I thought we were recording, too, I just assumed. But... um, (laughs) But it's fine. It's like, I, I know Divya and I feel like we both get excited and talk and just talk and talk. And talk. It's really fun. Yeah, I'll just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, yeah, we were just talking about like, uh, so Divya, you're from the Tamil. Is it Tamil States, they call it? Or is it a Tamil yeah, region? The, it's Tamil, Tamil Nadu. Tamil Nadu, yeah. Yeah. But is it a state or a region? It's a state. Okay. And so, like, that specific type of Indian or from from the South Asian diaspora, they speak Tamil as well. And, well, other stuff, too. I think, like, Malayalam. Yeah, there's Malayalam. There's, like, there's a bunch of languages. But I feel like, um, to my culture, like, the West Indians that had left, the Tamil to us is, like, the more... um, known language like kind of like yeah is more known for with other regions yeah it's definitely one of the more like i would say yeah like dominant languages or like the more popular languages I don't fun, know. Yeah. fun fact of tamil yeah. <laughs> is that it is not derived from sanskrit and it comes from uh the same ancient time periods as, as sanskrit does it's its own thing though yeah Yes. Which is pretty cool. And there are some, like, I feel like I don't remember the source for this, but I heard it somewhere, so it has to be true. But I, <laughs> <laughs> you read it on the internet, so it's I read it on the internet, so it must Your be grandpa. true. But I heard, like, I've heard in, I've heard in some places that it's, um, like, some and like, the, like, Druidic languages are somehow related to each other. Yeah, it's really, really old, and yeah. uh, that's one of the big problems that from people from the Tamil state have yeah. is that they feel like the Sanskrit centric uh, languages are trying to yeah. extinct Tamil language. So it's, it is just an interesting thing. I wanted to, yeah. I don't think we should get into too much of that drama. Cause that's, right. a, that's yeah. another level of drama. Yeah. <laughs> but the reason why you're on our podcast is pretty cool. Um, yeah. Well, I mean like you, you were talking do about something that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just wanted to bring that up, but I don't want to get too deep into... Yeah, uh, we don't need to get into, like, either, a whole... <laughs> neither are we linguists, so... Yeah, no, All yeah, three of us are from different parts of India, <laughs> Yeah. so we might kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Have, I think me and Patty... We have Punjabi, like, we have <laughs> UP... I would just finally ask Tamil. you to make me some biryani, because I've never had that. 
and you guys act like it's like gold. So I'm actually not okay. This is gonna get me a lot of hate mail. Oh, but I'm shit. actually not a fan of biryani. Oh my god. Oh, There's too many pieces of things in biryani that you got to pick out. Oh, not, see, that's... I like it because I like involved food. I like, I like when there's yeah. like a big piece of like lamb in it, and it's got the bone, and I'm like, oh, I got to gnaw on this, and like, oh, okay, there's like this. Yeah, nah. To well, take that's out. so. I mean, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah. On your on your <laughs> what your choice of career path <laughs> is, and why you're here. I am a professional lamb bone chewer. <laughs> Is that how you get your artwork so clean? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So that is my job. Not like no. my jokes. So that is amazing. Yeah. So you're probably, as our audience, is probably going to laugh when they realize that Divya is actually a taxidermist. Yes. Yeah. Which is cool because how many people in the South Asian diaspora? Back up. How are many people do you know that are taxidermists? That are yeah, fair right? enough. How many taxidermists do I know? One. Like she when, she, when, I saw, when I saw that she was a taxidermist, I'm like, like, I was like, is she from the Victorian era? Like, what? <laughs> you know? And, and like, I thought Divya that was so goth. cool. I thought she was so the regal. Gothic era. Like, I just automatically respected her as like a regal auntie that has a Oh, that's so sweet of you. That she's probably not that much older than me, maybe two years, but because she's experienced the world. So, so so cultured you know with your fancy chickens and shit yeah. <laughs> your mice driving corvettes and shit oh my gosh you guys, you guys are, are too they? much you're so sweet <laughs> i'm like it's really just that i know that certain dollar stores have these glasses that look like cut crystal oh, and no. i can buy like 12 of them and people are like oh wow and i'm like oh yeah <laughs> no you're not gonna you're not gonna take away this sparkle <laughs> You know what's really? Um, I I think I've told you this story, and I'm, maybe you're tired of the story. But every any time when I first was introduced to your, um, so how we know Divya is let's just back up a little bit. We're all actually friends in real life, so yes. maybe we sound yeah. like we know each other too much because because we, we do. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we're that type of podcast. We just are going to bring on all these cool people, but they're all our friends because all our friends are cool. So. Yeah. Yeah, we're cool. So or our cool. friends are cool, and by association, we're sort of we're cool. We're not talking about Snapchat, like, you know, just trying to flaunt on your Snapchat with somebody else's bottle service, you know? <laughs> I'm talking about, like, people who are actually really cool, and she's probably not on Snapchat, because she's probably arms deep in, like, offals trying to clean. Oh, yeah. Which, you know what I really love about your work is that your Instagram photos are so fucking cool. Oh, thank yeah. you. I love the steps. But I, before I even get into all this excitement, right? So I want to back up a little bit. and Because I love you, Divya. And you're amazing. I love you, too. And she's my total girl crush. Everyone knows. <laughs> so, Everyone and, should know you are my crush Goth as well. F as well. Yes. Also helps. Yeah, that's why we're perfect That's why me and Patty get along so well. <laughs> So before I really met you, met you, and even knew you were in like the same state as me or whatever, I assumed because uh, the way that the article was phrased, I assumed you were like South Asian, South, like you live there. Oh. (laughs) I don't know, man. I was like, she attacks the term, is she cultured? Why the fuck would she be in America? That would be so hilarious. Oh my God. (laughs) Like, you know, you're taxiderming, like, is that the word? You know, like, in your 
your stuff and then like you know in like you you check the time and you're like oh fuck this i gotta make chai yeah and, and, like, and you make it bang and like you're talking to your local best friend who's a sadhu who's telling you about the creationism of kali versus vishnu like that's what i thought you do on a regular i mean that sounds pretty pretty cool really it's kind of dope and it's actually kind of true though like I feel like you do like you make some bomb ass food too like so I totally can see that but anyway so how I um even when before I knew you in our our little like you know um I guess our creative group um I had saw an article about you and I think also then you started getting a lot of traction from Vice but I remember it was this weird art like a weird gothy type of Brooklyn-ish hipster article a friend of mine gave it to me because of course, it was a white kid that saw another brown girl and went, oh, my God, you guys are twins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, wait, two brown people that don't look like fresh off the boat. You guys must be twins. Or like the two oh, alt. Well, I mean, like and like you guys are losing the skinny puppy in the back. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah, the oh, two like, alt brown people must know each other. <laughs> they both wear black lipstick. Oh, yeah. my God. If they're not married, they need to be. Um, yeah. <laughs> so true though like but I'm so glad they did that and the, yeah, the, the so problem good. is the problem was is that everybody and their mother gave me that article including one of my aunts and I was like oh my I, god that's so awesome I didn't know that one of your aunts gave you that article that's yeah. pretty amazing she was like you know shit and I'm like oh. and her look her ass I'm like um I mean kind of I guess <laughs> now <laughs> but now like they actually handed me the actual ripped article because back so then it was cute. a machine. It was set in one spotlight or some, like some type of like free magazine. But like now, New York doesn't have that many anymore. Yeah. Like the magazines. Wait, well, the Village Voice. It, we used to have that. Was that was where it's it, from? It may have been. It might Village have been Voice. the Village Voice, or it could have been um, Brooklyn Paper. Yes, I or, think that's what. It, yeah. That's the one. Oh um, yeah. I just remember like everyone giving me that article, and I already read your stuff, and then I I try to look you look you up on the dial up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't dial up. It was like first gen, like cable. Yeah, it was, yeah. And um, I loved your work and that I didn't even know you by, then, but I just saw some of your artwork on your on your page. And I remember you had a fancy chicken, like your fancy chickens or the chickens, the roosters that you do. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. So um, I remember growing up, my actual, as a child growing up, my house, you know how your parents have a lot of like ornaments and stuff? Yeah. Mine had a lot of taxidermy uh, pieces. And that's I didn't know amazing. that's what it was called. I just thought they were just like, you know how like they have ceramic pots? Maybe they were yeah. a different type of ceramic. I know yeah, that sounds yeah. really stupid. <laughs> I would love to see this like feather ceramic. <laughs> it's like, oh, you know when you're a kid, you're like, oh, isn't the same thing? Okay, yeah. you just don't touch it. You dust it no, and you wash so it off. No, but it's so true though. It's so true though. Because like you see what your parents have and you're like, it's all things you can't touch, but you have right. to clean. So like you yeah. kind of treat it all, like it all blurs into like, it's all mm-hmm. a chore. And you're like, why, why do you even have stuff? And like, like, you know, when it's like, you know, the week of Diwali or or New Year's or Christmas or something, you got to like come in, you know, like dust yeah. it all off. Like clean the whole yeah. thing. And yeah. And you're just like, oh, that's your whole Saturday. You can't yeah. watch cartoons. And oh then your mom God, yells no. at you because you wake up early for the cartoons and not to do work. Yeah. And then you're like, come on. <laughs> this is so true. This is so very real and true. We're just oh going through so, the therapy sessions. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I, I actually have... I'm actually very curious though, because um, you have a lot of like you're like not just a taxidermist, you're like well known taxidermist too. Like you have a book which we're going to talk about. You have there's articles written about you. You're uh, you you've worked at stuff that's been on TV, um, museums, 
yeah, museums that have been on TV. Uh, what's that place? Uh, aren't you associated with that that show that was on? Oh, was on, yeah, I was on an episode of um, Oddities, that Discovery show. I was on an episode of that, which was really fun. Um, right. And like, um, there, like I've done a piece. I've done like, yeah, I've done like one or two pieces um, that have been at the store that the, the show Oddities is based on um, a store in New York City called Obsira. Right. Um, and the two um, people that own that store. Oh, and the two people yeah, that sorry. own that. St- no, no, no worries. Um, the two people that own that store. Um, one of them has commissioned me to do a couple of pieces for them, which is really fun because they're always like just bizarre specimens that I'm like, I would never get my hands on this, but I'm so glad to be able to work on this. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And then there's also like famous stuff of yours, like the mice and the Corvette, which I talked, I brought up earlier. And <laughs> my favorite obsession. Just the, the, the thing, the thing about the mice was like, I remember that was like a big article on somewhere too. Yeah. I don't remember where. Vice. But, um, I think it was Vice that had her a couple of times um, and like, oh, you yeah, know, the subsets. Yeah. There were a couple. Um, yeah. There was like a whole feature on like w- women in taxidermy or like sort of the, I think the way they were angling it was like, a, like women as the face of like, sort of like the alternative taxidermy. Um, yeah. Because it was you and stuff. I think two other I mean, other everybody women. that does taxidermy in America is alternative. Let's be real. <laughs> I mean. And mostly cool women. I don't think I've ever it's... seen an article on a taxidermy, uh, someone in taxidermy that's a male. Or yeah. Not anymore. Not like anymore. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, most of like, I mean, people who I've learned from are definitely like, you know, like the demographic that people think of more, which is like older male, like hunting lodge style, Norman like Bates. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, not like Norman Bates. Um, which is funny because like seeing the Norman Bates stuff, I'm like, oh, dude, your workshop is so messy. Like no one works like that. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, ill. You're gonna get. You're gonna. Get I know. I'm like every or yeah, salmonella. Yeah, and like every shop I've ever gone to, like even people like. I don't know, even taxidermists who I've gone to where they're like cranking out like tons of work because they do stuff for like the like local hunting community or whatever, or the local like, you know, naturalist community or anything like that. Even there, they're not dirty. Like they'll be like, you know, it's like an art studio. There's like tools and stuff everywhere. But I'm like the whole thing, like other than the fact that Norman Bates is like a serial killer and whatever and is like messed up as heck. But the thing that bothers me the most is how dirty his shop is. I'm like, oh my God, it is so like dirty, like disgusting dirty. It's not like, you know, it's the difference of having clay in one place and like with dust, you know, that's like normal art studio stuff. But this is like, oh my God, I'm like, you don't wear gloves. Like, you know, what it's are you It's kind of like when Johnny sees someone on, on a movie or something playing guitar, but they're Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're oh like, not having was... a pick even. They're just like strumming <laughs> random ass strings. Like, that's like... not even a, that's not even a guitar. <laughs> yeah. well, like every single Bollywood movie, whenever they pick up a guitar, I want to, I want to. I want to lean the hair to the right, you know, when they're doing it. Like the guys have so much feathery hair. So, uh, so yeah. going back to the how I learned about you too, because I thought it was a really cute story. Um, so I showed my dad, uh, my dad, cause I was like, oh, you know, I grew up with these, maybe he'll like them because in our culture, in actually majority of like Guyanese homes that I was brought, like I brought up, was brought up in, they had some type of taxidermy in their house. Oh, that's awesome. And I didn't realize what it was. I just like, mm-hmm, oh, they like too. animals. Yeah. You know? Um, <clears throat> and I remember we had like boxes, you know, the see-through boxes, the frames of yeah. butterflies and beetles, yeah. really cool stuff. So I, I mean, there are a lot of beautiful animals and, huh? you know there like in Guyana yeah but I I just didn't think that they were actually like real right you know 
Um, so, and when I showed it to him, he was like, oh, what is that? He's like, get us one. Like, he's like, oh, it looks really nice because we lost ours, you know, yeah. from wear and tear and whatever. Yeah. And so my dad's like, oh, you know, see how much it is. Like, or, and I was like, oh, there's a class. And then I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then I saw the price and I was like, oh, I'm a student. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Well, you guys are always welcome anytime, you know. No, that. but your stuff is totally worth it. It's oh, super you. worth it. And we're not saying that because, oh, we love you and you're adorable, which are facts it's that your work is impeccable i mean oh, thank you you have a book out i mean i know that your museum work is on i think someone had actually sent me a picture they went to some museum and they saw your name as the taxidermist that and they sent it to me because they remembered me telling them about you or a link or just yeah. you know us being on french uh facebook and stuff like that so i think that's super cool so what actually is it the american museum of natural history that you oh have? no 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 <laughs> I wish. No, American Museum of Natural History is amazing, but most of the stuff in there is, um, you know, it's all older stuff that's been. That's yeah, been they don't have any years. They like that's I really know. Dusty. <laughs> no, actually, I know the guy that does, or I know one of the guys that does a lot of their like restoration and stuff. He's like, he's really, really like inc- insanely talented. He's been doing taxidermy like forever, and his whole, his whole thing is like, like he's a real like master master like master of masters kind of taxidermist like everything is like just on the next level so like usually when they need something done it's you know a repair or something like that so they go they go to him um but the museum my stuff is in is in baltimore it's called the walters art museum and it's um it is they have a they have a room called the chamber of wonders and it's sort of like their room like the lady who curates it is sort of like um she's really she's awesome she's like very passionate about things from the 17th the 16th and 17th century so anything like kind of weird or different about the time like there was this guy like this naturalist from Italy named Aldrovandi and he used to make these um you know he used to like go and purchase these like dragons or he used to seek out dragons like and I'm putting like air quotes around that because back then you know there was no Google and there was no internet and there were no like distractions so people would you know they would say like if a guy like made a fake dragon out of like some fish and you know monkey parts he was like hey this is a dragon I found this on this exotic island like it was crazy I had to kill it but you know I brought it here I was safe I survived I have these battle scars so and he would tell, you know, all these different, nat- like, this guy would tell all these different naturalists, like, Algerondi, like, oh, hey, like, do you want this dragon for your collection? Like, do you want to see this dragon, like, in your museum or in your, you know, you've not traveled to this island before, so do you want this, you know, crazy animal? So they would make, like, fake animals back then to sell <laughs> to sell to people or to show in museums <laughs> and, like, kind of show off as, like, these mythical beasts, so... Um, so the Chamber of Wonders is kind of built around like that time of like, you know, when, you know, it's a time when there was, I guess, more wonder in the world, or <laughs> I guess more wonder in, in life. They seek to like kind <laughs> when of people, keep it. When, yeah. The, yeah. So like, when, they, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say when imagination was actually more important than yes. facts. Yeah. And I mean, like the, a lot of the stuff they have in there is traditional taxidermy. You know, they don't have a lot of like, things that are sort of non-traditional, you know, a lot of it is like very traditional taxidermy just might be like 
an exemplary specimen. Like they have one, like a, they have like a snake skin. That's just like very, very long for the species. They have like different, like, but since they're in Baltimore, they have like the bugs of Maryland. So they have really interesting insects that were from all around Maryland. So, you know, they have all these different things, but the peace of mind that's in there is, um, it's kind of like this weird dinosaur bird. So it's like, a, awesome. yeah, it's like kind of like dinosaur bird, but mixed with like, you know, because of being this, like an Indian jungle fowl sort of look. So I was like, it's like <laughs> mutant jungle fowl dinosaur. Like it's, you know, it's a, it's a really funny, um, you know, it's a really funny piece, like kind of, well, I guess not, I don't know, not funny, like haha, funny, like, I guess funny kind of like, and it's a combination of influences. <laughs> I mean, I like a lot of your, when you do that kind of stuff, I mean, you do norm like, like you'll do a mouse and the mouse is a mouse. So you do a bird, the bird's a bird. But yeah. I've seen, there's a bunch of your stuff that I really dig. The ones where you like basically make like different forms of like jackalopes, right? Like yeah. just different animals mixed together. Chimera. Um, they're really cool looking. Thank you. I like but, the splices yeah. that you do. There was a deer piece that you did and the whole, uh, piece is also decorated in like dried flowers and stuff so I oh, feel yeah, like, yeah. It was like you're, you're like your, t- your art is so multi-layered because it's not just the animals it's also like the background and the dried flowers and like I don't know what's the art of like dried flowers I'm sorry I'm not that no it's just like floral it's just like preserving flowers and plants um, so so like are you also trained in preserving flowers and plants as well as as far yeah. as oh cool like so no because I I know that it's all like different things like what's your yeah. like if you I guess like in your uh feel like what's your uh what's your designation called uh well I mean when you're when someone works as a taxidermist like you kind of pick up all these different skills because even to do taxidermy by itself like to like let's say I'm like mounting up like a skunk or something like that like you know like whatever animal you could think of there are like all these different skills you have to figure out because you're like okay I need to make a form for it like obviously you have to like skin it and process it and do all of like you know, all of the more like visceral kind of work. So there's like all of that to learn and like the things of like, okay, carving, forming, sculpting, um, sewing, like there are all these things. So then when you have the animal, then it's like, okay, well, I want to put this on something. So I don't want to just put it on like a, you know, like whatever piece of wood, you want to put it into like a habitat or whatever. So there's, that's a whole other set of skills. Like most taxidermists will end up learning too, like either preserving plants or like, making um like making artificial plants out of like plastic and wax or paper coated with things or you know whatever it's sort of like whatever like art of deception or art of like recreating something or rebuilding something um that kind of just all goes into like taxidermy and natural history and um yeah I guess that world of like taxidermy and natural history sculpture and design so it it's not like one um I don't know it's not like one thing you know because I mean I know there are people out there who are like oh yeah you can send your wedding bouquet to me and I'll preserve it that's I guess like just one person who will like just (laughs) preserve their flowers or whatever but I'm like I didn't even know that was a thing I like look because I like just hashtag like floral preservation on Instagram one day and I was like I wonder what else is in here like what other like nerds are out there like preserving everything I yeah I was like holy crap telling me on on certain like certain cultures they uh preserve like flowers of like dates yes um and not only funerals and weddings and things like that but also like you know uh 
I don't know, I guess like a baby's birthday. Yeah. You know, and I thought that's that's really cool. But it's not just like the pressed flowers. It's like this whole arrangement with the pictures. Yeah, yeah. But they're very pretty. I just, I, you don't even like, that's why I asked like, what's your like, like special designated group or something? Because I, I don't know if there's like, um, like a known, like specific genre, you know? Yeah. I mean, not really. Cause like, just because the nature of, um, just cause the nature of taxidermy is you kind of end up being a jack of all trades or, mm. you know, kind of like a, you kind of pick up like all these different things. Like, I mean, and then the, the giant skills of you understanding so many species of animals and plants. Cause like you have a really, really vast knowledge of birds. Like I've noticed. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's one of yeah. those things too. Like it has to grow every, like every time you work on something new, like you have to learn about that animal. Like there's, mm-hmm. you know, or there's like practice or there's like reading about it or whatever. And I mean, like, you know, I also have like, <laughs> I also have like three freezers. So I have like one, freezer where I'm like okay I'm hoarding these ones because these are like really nice birds or rare birds or like ones where like I have friends who like you know or people who I've met through doing taxidermy who raise birds and who raise like you know well since birds are my favorite like I have like my I have like my bird man my own personal well, bird man <laughs> that, that brings me a good to a that brings me to a good point that I want to just for the audience really, yeah um because you're not you're like a really big animal rights activist yeah. too, to some degree, and well, so like I wouldn't say animal rights activist. Not right. You're not like a vegan like or anything. Me, no, because <laughs> like but you take like you have a bunch of like animals that you have of your own pets that you take care of, yes, and like of course, yeah. you get sad when you find out that a bird is sick or whatever. But yeah, like yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't go out hunting. No. You like source them from a certain a certain way, right? What like, else yeah. I really so like is that like. I'm sorry. I, I was just going to say, like, I also just wanted to add it. Like, I really respect the fact that a lot of the animals that you taxiderm uh, that come to you for your art are either like animals, like people's pets and stuff that I've noticed from your Instagram and also like yeah. things you've eaten. Yes. Like, it's yeah. not like you throw them away. So that's what I was like. I really respect you. Not like, oh, and, and your art and like your moralistic coding, because it's not like you're just, oh, I, I've never taxed I never, you know, done taxidermy on this. So I'm just going to do it on this bird or you know right. that kind yeah, of thing yeah. like yeah. kind of like a bird watch like because you really like birds you're not just collecting them you yes. appreciate yeah. them and there's this this like love between it like the the like the respect of like the the actual like bird and the animal and also the respect from the art that you're giving that animal because you know like it's a living being but yeah right. totally it's like yeah like you have like a really... code or something yeah yeah and i mean like it's different with every tax service like you know there are people out there who think like trophy hunting is okay and like i'm never going to be the type of person to be like it is wrong because of this and blah 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 because i think like a lot of perspective like with something as complicated as wildlife conservation there's like you know there's a bunch of people who are going to say this is the way this is the way this is the way and the people on the other extreme going no this is the way this is the way this is the way like i mean it's like the world in general like i right. think it's well, getting in the middle politics. like i'll never yeah like i'll never be a vegan like i was i tried to be vegan for a while and like health wise didn't work for me like and like you know just in a lot of ways it didn't work for me like between B12 and iodine and vitamin D, like all these deficiencies that I had. And just like, you know, when I started doing more taxidermy, I was like, okay, like this person I know who lives in the middle of nowhere, like goes and shoots one deer every, you know, one deer every year, because that's their meat for the entire, like, you know, for the, for like most of the year. So they 
get their meat from that. Like they, they're a subsistence hunter. So if they give me the skin and then they're like, well, I have this extra sausage. Like I was just going to get rid of it. Like, I don't know if you want it. Like, it's kind of like shitty to say no, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, and I think that's Sounds also delicious. like the, yeah, you know, it's also kind of like the thing of like, okay, at the time I was vegan, you know, like it was definitely because I empathize with animals and definitely because I was like, okay, like I don't, I don't want to eat animals unless I know like what goes behind how it's raised and stuff. Cause I wasn't ever like, like, I don't like factory farming. I don't think animals should be in, you know, pens like that and like living horrible lives. Like, you know, even though I don't eat a lot of meat every single day, like I just don't, you know, I just don't think animals should be raised like that. So like to me, like measured hunting or like measured sort of harvesting of like invasive species or species where they need like the control, you know, like wildlife control or whatever because of suburbs and all that. Like to me, I think. Well, that's different. I wouldn't, I wouldn't get into deer hunt. To me, deer hunting is like being, I'm from Connecticut. So like if Mm -hmm. people don't hunt deer, people hit deer with their cars instead. exactly yeah. and it's such a it's such a miserable like i mean i was on a road trip once and like a doe like busted like in front of like a truck in front of us and like we hit the truck like it was like it was like a pileup you know and it's right. sad because that poor deer was like suffering like she yeah. was suffering there because she got hit by a car and someone had to it was in the midwest so someone well, i mean it's also get, the fact that yeah, yeah it's well, also the fact that out. deer will eat all the well the deer will eat if there's too many deer, they eat all the, as winter comes, they eat all the available uh, food and then they die of starvation as well. So there's just a lot of different complicated factors involved that, but I'm talking about like how you source your birds. It's like you have a bird man. You said he, he's not like he's killing birds when they die. She's like, like, yo, one of them passed away. Come and get it. And he raises like a bunch of birds. So he, you know, he'll let me know if something passes away and he raises like rare birds too, which is really cool. And um, we always have these like conversations, but because he raises a lot of birds and like works with different like zoos and stuff like that. And there are all these people who are like, Oh, I wish that animal wasn't like, Hmm. you know, they, a lot, I I also volunteer to do part-time and a lot of times you hear like, Oh, I wish it wasn't locked up in a cage. And I'm like, first it's in an aviary. Like, it's got like an apartment bigger than me. Like second, it's, you know, this bird has no habitat in the wild. Like this has no, you know, so there's a lot of like, you know, there's a lot of that too, like to deal with, but yeah. Habitat, humans have already destroyed their habitat. I know. And it's like, yeah. So like, it's such a hard, I don't know. I guess it goes back to like, it's such a hard thing. So I guess like for me, I don't ever want to kill anything for the sake of killing something. Like that's Mm -hmm. not me. Like, if something is something I'm going to eat, if something has passed away naturally, which is, of course, passing away naturally is my most preferred thing. Um, but since I eat meat, I will eat, I will do something with the whole animal instead of, you know, throwing away the leftover parts of it. Um, and I'm not yeah. so into like the trophy thing. Like it's, it's just not me. Like I'm, I wasn't raised with that kind of stuff. So I just don't, yeah, I, don't I don't think get any of us are really no. tr- hunting. <laughs> Like, I don't get There's it. There's not much hunting that, uh, you know, South Asians really do. I mean, I mean yeah, I think, like, no one in my family really eats meat. So, like, oh, I'm, like, the I one meat guys, person. Uh, I, I told, I, so I have the different aspect of it. So I feel like, oh, and also when you, like, there's, I, I noticed with those types of people that, you know, will complain that, a, a, a like, birds are in aviaries. They don't even know what type of subspecies they are or, like, species. Right. <laughs> yeah. And they don't realize in the aviary they're actually so 
like cultural or like it's totally they have the most high tech like fancy they're in a mansion Let's yeah i'm that. like they their lives are like wonderful right so now. <laughs> wonderful and where they come from which is mostly all tropical or caribbean yeah. um, birds they would get killed off in like a matter of two months two or three months because of the hurricanes would kill them anyway right and in the caribbean they have other things to do with their life and speaking as a west indian they don't have any money to let alone take care of their people why why would they have that money to take care of the animals which is yeah. fucked up but at the same time yeah, it's like it's it's a know, part of life. World, no, you know? it's, it's so, life. so and that's how those countries make money too is by the government you know getting sponsorship overseas to get money for their wild they'll get money for their wildlife and they'll let them know when the hurricane season is happening and you know the scientists that actually are trained and people like you who are trained to deal with these types of animals you know herd them up and take them to their mansions yeah to their little bird mansions yeah (laughs) well it's so true though and i mean like when you see a little like another thing too that i see like when you see a little kid go into a zoo or even to like the natural history museum you know you see a little kid go in there like you know, a kid from Brooklyn or from the Bronx or wherever, like, or Queens, like, you know, a kid from New York City, like a regular ass, like New York City kid, when they go to that zoo or that natural history place, and they see that animal, they're going to care about that animal. They're not going to care about it because of a picture in a book. They're going to care about it because they saw they saw it in its three dimensional way, like they might Mm -hmm. never go all the way over to like, you know, a safari in the bush and go take a picture of it with its like fancy camera or, you know, anything like that. Like, yeah, that kid is only like, going to care when they see it in an accessible place, and or like see that the animal's there, and somehow they just connect it with it and realize yeah. they're not like yeah. in this little concrete hellhole. Like yeah, yeah, like, yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. <laughs> they they kind they of become like, little Buddhas you know, and enlightened. Yeah, like their mind will travel to like you know if they go to a zoo and see like a bird from. Guyana I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I just, I just don't get it. Like, I, I respect if you're vegan and vegetarian. I have absolutely, in my, yeah. I do. But I'm a kid that grew up eating meat. I don't eat yeah. all meats, obviously. Right. But I've eaten wild meats. What, what's considered quote unquote wild meat? You know. And I've eaten like hunting, like you know, game meat. I've yeah. eaten regular meat, like you get. That's totally normal. Yeah. And for like other cultures, you eat, you know, different types of meats and different animals. Now. Um, not only that, I'm used to eating offals, which is like yeah. the liver and the, inter- so one of a very, like, so a lot of Guyanese kids, they probably will not admit to this, but why would they admit to it? <laughs> it's so good. I don't care. Fight me anyway. So it's so good. <laughs> okay. So what is this offal, this dish, this offal so, dish? So what we make is like a dried down curry. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's the same word in like Tamil or like another yeah. like Indian like what, or is like a mixture because you know our cultures are a little bit more mixed. It's called bunjal, which like a, the style of currying, which is like very dry down and yeah. the curry pattern jira is very stick stuck to the meat. And so yeah. the offals are um in uh they do this with lamb. Uh, it's called pachoni, which is lamb intestine, yeah, uh, heart and um heart and liver. Yeah. And so each is cleaned very differently. Like my, yeah. I will never eat this outside of my house. Like this you shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like if I even look at it, I'll get food poisoning from right. someone else, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely um, the intestine. The heart and the yeah. liver 
is a lot more normal to eat. Yeah, but, but the intestine, my dad, so I see how my dad cleans the meat. And as even as a kid, we've gone to butcheries. We get fresh, like typical brown kids who eat meat. We go yeah. to the, even though we're not Muslim, we go to the halal market. Yeah. <laughs> see, <laughs> which is like your family friend, you know? And yeah. it's, it's, it's so cute though, right? And so actually our neighbor- And because they like actually like give a sh- give a shit yeah, about the meat. and they raise yeah. the chickens they raise you know a lot of them they they see there and they're actually why we love them it's actually one of our neighbors her um her sons actually own the halal market we've been going to for years so it's actually not only the, uh you go to a humane place but you're also you know helping your community and yeah, your family sure. you know, mom yeah. and pop shops we're and also like, in new york and the, the halal like places out here are really good they're you know? very yeah. clean so also just, just wanted to like stress from, like all over the place it should be from like near your home so yes. and also be, yeah. what you also stressed immensely earlier was that they're very clean yeah for yeah. a butchery and for you know for fresh meat and so not only are you going to fresh meat obviously you're going to yeah. get the ovals there right yeah my yeah. dad has a whole process to do it and usually you eat it with dal and rice which is lentils yeah. and, and you know um and uh it's it's a very common thing. So it's like a dried curry, the offals itself. And then you'd make your dal or whatever other, you know, uh, vegetable addition, like typical Indian food. Yeah. Um, when I speak to other people, they stay that, you know, they don't admit that they eat it. It's kind of seen like poor people food, I guess. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. Rich people eat. So they eat for I know, they and eat I'm like, like what? Pate and all this stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, it's just like a different name for the same, uh, idea and, and I've, of heard, like, I've heard that shark meat is uh, is known as um rich people things too and i right. eat shark all the time yeah mom, like bacon shark <laughs> yes yeah, so like, that's like um, the only way i've really i think i've had it in like some japanese food or something but i'll bacon make you shark some. you're hard. so far from me i would just bring you food all the time and get you fat um so, so patty there's a there's a dish in uh in pakistan called katakat which is like all sorts of like organs and people oh. love that stuff. But it it's tastes really so good. And, it, good. and you're yeah, right, it's like it a dry curry. They and lie so much that they don't eat this and it's so fucking good. Do you know I got chastised? Dudes thought like, like, you're like oh, you're a dude because like that's like a dude thing to eat. Like, Oh yeah, because like thing. women can't eat food. <laughs> right, <laughs> We're, like, we don't what? eat weird stuff, right? right. I'm like, gimme. <laughs> I don't really like, I don't really like it oh, I love it because you know it's like funny liver, I don't liver is too like chalky. That's oh, what it oh is. see, I love it. I, I think you have to get it done well. Yeah, you know, I've had it done all sorts of ways. And, yeah. Oh. Well, my dad's gonna cook for you, and then you get <laughs> your words. I probably won't like it because it's just like <laughs> I will tell you. I used to say I used to say that about organ meat, but then like when you have it prepared mm-hmm. correctly, and when it's like when it's like made the right like. It's like from like the cleaning of it, but down to like how it's done and how it's cooked. Because each one, it's like, even though it's like the what people throw away, like cooking it is much more temperamental than cooking like a filet mignon. A filet mignon, you don't even have to cook it; it'll taste good. Like, yeah, that's but, true. You know, Oregon. Well, with that said, I used to eat it a lot when I was a kid, right? Yeah. And as I got older, my taste buds changed, and now oh. that's what it is. Like heart. Like I used to eat chicken hearts. I used to love chicken hearts. Oh man, chicken oh, yeah, hearts are so, so good. good and chicken gizzards. Yeah, the gizzards oh. are so good. <laughs> I mean, like, and it's like typical West Indian kids, like that's how we were growing up to like the same dried curry, gizzards or hearts. Yeah. 
And, like, it's also known as, like, a drinking food, like a chaser. Yes. Like, I know, like, American people think chaser is, like, the the beer that you're going to have after the liquor. Like, in our culture, chaser is the appetizers or finger foods that you have while you're drinking. Because usually... I've always seen it as, like, the snack, too. Yeah. I think that's an Indian thing. Yeah. I think it's just... Yeah. I think it's, like, a a brown... Yeah, because when I speak to other brown thing, kids, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I talk to other brown kids, yeah, chaser is food. Chaser is when food. When I talk yeah. to Americans, chaser is like water. Or yeah, like why would I have water? Food. I'd rather have food. Yeah, if you water down the drinks. Like, are you stupid? Oh, yeah. just, <laughs> like, a little tolerance. I got, I got it. But yeah, so like it's known as that. I, I know, like growing up, Ophuls, like when someone's getting married, like you yeah. know, there's always that that um that one uncle or like a couple of uncles that in the back of their trunk. They have, you know, like a special curry, the chaser, like a special type <laughs> yeah. of chaser and liquor because, you know, sometimes you don't know if you're going to a drive wedding yeah, or, yeah. you know, or so as family friends, like we grew up in like, you know, um, middle class, you know, immigrant families. So yeah. everybody would bring a dish and bring liquor. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I learned. Like that's, it's, it's kind of like a special food, like, you yeah. know, it's something you'll have on a special occasion. Yeah. And so my dad makes it and stuff. And then like, it's weird how people don't eat it. And now there's this huge trend with, you know, uh, you know, with people composting and, 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 and like and no trying, tail eating. Yeah, yeah. Like lowering their carbon footprint. And I'm like, y'all now talking about pigtails. Do you know that people have been eating pigtails forever. Forever? Yeah, <laughs> like, forever. I, yeah. I just heard in Brooklyn, like the most uh, sought out food is oxtail. Yeah. And oh, I'm my like, God. You know how like pissed like I mean, I live in Flatbush. So like. <laughs> All of Flatbush was so pissed. They're like, why is oxtail cost more now? Yo, it was already <laughs> it was like our neighbors at If you talk to yeah. anybody, if you talk to any West Indian or you go, you just go to a Jamaican area. Yeah. Um, or West Indian, any West Indian area, Caribbean area. And you just say, man, you know how long I, have had, I haven't had oxtail? I don't eat oxtails. I, I, don't, yeah. eat, I don't like red meat much. Oxtail is oh, delicious. I love it. I it's love just it so, so much. It's, it's just amount- so fatty. Yeah, I know. I know it looks good. The it's amount so of teeth sucking you will hear yeah. for blocks <laughs> away, right? <laughs> we'll tell you alone. And then you go, you know, look how they, and then you'll hear that same auntie, you know, in my day, it caused this much and whatever, yeah. whatever. <laughs> like now it's cheaper than a divorce. They'll be telling you some ass in the Yeah. What? I mean, it's so they'll, true, though. they'll be it's like, a divorce so is cheaper expensive. than oxtail. Yeah. yeah. I was like, God damn, that must be really fucking expensive. And then when I look at it, it's like, God damn, a pound by like, it's like, I think like one, I saw it in a store for like $7 for two pounds. I was yeah, like, it is, you, it is crazy. Is it's is so gasoline? crazy. Yeah, it's so what? insane. It used to be just like, it didn't even, it was like one of those things where if you like picked up a bunch, like, and you had uh-huh. like your groceries bill or whatever, you're like, okay, like I'm going to have this much oxtail because I know it's going to be cheap. But then if you just get that much this time, it's like 20 bucks. It's like, oh, no, I don't think I need that much. No. So, so my, just, so because of the hipster regime of, you know, like, or whatever you want to call it, the, the, the less carbon, f- we're talking about the new generation that wants to conserve more of the planet and stuff and they haven't done this or they're trying to be you know much more uh aware of their carbon footprint which we've been doing for our whole fucking lives when someone goes <laughs> oh give me five things that you can recycle and i'm like oh, like we do fucking all conversation. of <laughs> that's not in like, the way are you guys like washing your ziploc bags because it's really not a single-use plastic bro <laughs> you know ziploc bag, ziploc bag you know, gets wa- like, washed so Ugh. many times until it's like 
Have you ever been squinting? Where they're like, oh, plastic doesn't degrade for a million years. It's like, yeah, I know. My mom has the same fucking Tupperware from like 1982. Like, <laughs> or the like, same, same, like the butter. Yeah, or the same like yogurt container. Like their logo has changed. <laughs> like, their logo changed logo three has changed times. So and I still yeah. have that one. Yeah. And it's still like, got man, some sog veneer in it. Well, at least the yellow stain on it. You know? Definitely no not matter. Yep. Oh my god! Don't think that doesn't matter. Everything has the yellow stain. Yeah. And yo, you oh, don't shit. like. Honest to God, it doesn't matter what the fuck you cook and you put in that shit. It has a yellow motherfucker. Yeah, there's a yellow stain. There's what? a yellow ring. It's a corn oil. So anyway, like the fact that these people are Vegetable buying, oil. you know, and they're being more. Um, you know, aware of their, f- we're like, dude, we've been doing this for eons, but all right, have y'all moment. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like, just okay. keep doing it. Like, just keep like conserving and reducing. My like, issue also, though is, like, so, yeah. It's so weird that it's seen as like a new thing and it's not a new thing that, because no. people have been doing it out of necessity. And, and because just they've been for poor. the record, <laughs> there is a garbage dump somewhere in Pakistan right now where a new bacteria has formed that actually eats plastic. Oh yeah. Evolution. I, I feel like That's I crazy. This. I saw Does that mean that Pakistan has the most plastic in the world that it evolved? It means Pakistan's one of the dirtiest places on oh, the planet. And we got new bacteria being evolved over there, you know? We're doing I it for the planet. About like a certain caterpillar they were cultivating to do it too. And there was like a mushroom that does it as a well. A mushroom does it. Yeah. I, I think it was a mushroom, not a caterpillar. Evolution. Yeah, they did some synthetic fungi that um I, I only know because I have like some weird obsessions with like uh composting and like recycling. Also oh, no, they, cool. they started that uh new well like a newer uh packaging that's made with mushroom extract and it's not necessarily like, oh yeah mushrooms. yeah that's there's plastics awesome. that are compostable now yeah some places actually have the plastics that are compostable like i've seen them in like certain coffee shops yeah um, corn-based plastic yeah they're corn yeah and they're actually edible they actually have the edible plastics that yeah. um this company in india i forgot what localized country in india well a state in india but um they uh you can actually eat the fork yeah like you can yeah eat the utensil, i've seen that video fork. and it's so satisfying when the guys eat. i like i don't like watching the like eating sound videos or anything but like when that guy <laughs> is eating that fork i'm like i know it tastes good because it's, it's so good because you see him eating <laughs> yeah. and a brown person ate it you know and it's, it's gonna stuck be in his mushroom <laughs> it's stuck in his mustache and i'm like yo that's such a bad thing yeah. like you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know when something's so good, you're not even going to wipe your mouth. You're just yeah. like, whatever. When I'm done, like, you know when, like, that tea is so good, like, some of it's on your nose? Yeah, like, you know, yeah. You you're like, oh, it's fine. You're it's like, whatever. Good. I'll just do it when I'm done. That's how you know it's so good. That's fine. I see you, uncle. I see you, uncle. Yeah. Those yeah. Forks. That's going to be me instead yeah. of trail mix bars. <laughs> like, why are you eating the forks? Because... Because I could do what I want. It tastes like doll. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's like what my... I thought, too. I was like, I bet it probably tastes like doll because... There's no way. Yeah, or like something good. Yeah. Oh my god, what, could you imagine what if South it tastes Asians, like hot mix? What South Asians can do with chickpeas is unbelievable. Bro, it's genius. It's insane. Yeah. Well, now <laughs> there's that whole thing of like, oh, chickpeas. Okay, so now there's like a whole thing of like people were like making like things out of like chickpea water or there's like, oh, chickpea chips. And I'm like, uh, like my mom is making like, yeah, bro, come to, we've come been to doing India. what? Like fried chickpea, this you know, and that. I was like, what oh kind, I don't know. Do you guys are you guys superstars or your vegan friends? Because I am. 
like superstars because they were like, I don't really, I'm new to this and whatever. And I totally respect y'all. Every yeah. single one of y'all, I know you're listening and that's exactly how you sound. And you know, I've told you to your face. And then I asked my mom <laughs> a couple recipes. They don't even know what you could do with plantains. First of all, West oh my can gosh, live their yeah. life. I'm telling you, their life on plantains. I could build a house on plantains. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that you there really are more than one way. That whole plant is good. Uh, good for you. If you give me a coconut and a plantain, I'll be yeah. set for the rest of my motherfucking life. I'm Survivor, the new series. I'm <laughs> with just a plantain and a coconut water. All I'm saying is that they because of this and this gentrification now all the prices of what we consider poor food is going up, gone up yeah but they Temper- haven't got they haven't got, we'll have a new fad soon enough i mean i don't want to say it on this podcast because maybe they're listening and then they'll fuck that shit up too <laughs> but like i noticed like certain treats like things that i grew up like you know there's certain things that you know as a kid you loved it and like you introduce it so so my partner is not west indian right so everybody i'm pretty sure knows this like a lot of our partners actually all of our partners here are not west indian, uh, like yeah. of our culture right we all intermarried intermingled because we're one big happy rainbow um <laughs> so um because we're weird like who's we're gonna con- connect with yeah our, our like, own culture people from our own culture are like you're weird i remember going up in high school and people always were like <laughs> all the girls were like you know he's good looking but he's weird <laughs> but then here Fuck we are off. and our parents are like oh you guys couldn't marry each other and we're like oh but ma we all found people we're yeah, like siblings yeah. oh so. my gosh yeah we all yeah we all found each other also <laughs> like after we found other people <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. but um but it's also one of those things where it's like wow is it that important <laughs> like yeah it's crazy it's so ridiculous would you want to be married to yourself yeah like, exactly yeah, it'd be weird, it'd like, be weird. So, yeah, yeah. We would drive each other nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it would be weird. Like, it would be so weird. But, um, yeah, so, like, when Sibling I... Sibling uh, is more like it. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Totally. Yeah. So because we're when into I, the same and thing. You know, everyone is everything. fucking related. Like, every time I yes. go back, yeah, we're probably like, related oh, anyways, here's this, right. like, new uncle, or here's this new auntie, or this new cousin. And I'm like, you know, these new people that I'm related not to. Even, like, that when shit is people stressful. add you on Facebook... Let's, you know, like a lot of people add you on Facebook and you're like, or a friend of a friend that you meet at a yeah. party that add you on Facebook, especially in New York, everybody kind of knows each other yeah. and like oh not God. for nothing, you'll have the white person at the party go, Hey, do you know this Brown girl that, and I already know, like you're, if, as soon as you say the first two sentences, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's my friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Why like do we all know each other? Thank you for letting us know. Well, I mean, to be fair, all the really cool <laughs> South Asians in New York city know each other now, right? Yeah. Like, we have a secret society and a hang, sh- uh, hang shake. It really like, is like <laughs> that i mean it's so weird because like <laughs> we didn't really need facebook for it but we, we know each other thanks though facebook helped yeah, actually, for sure it did help and that actually yeah it did and it like, filled a in lot the of, like the gaps it filled in the gaps yeah it, like, like i knew patty before facebook yes but also I we knew, knew each other because yeah. of we had mutual friends that were playing punk and like you know alternative music that were also brown kids and we all Correct. ended up seeing at a show yeah and you thought like you were like, whoa, there's a brown group, and although you may not be too crazy about their music, but you're like, oh, it's brown kids. They're probably related. They're they're weird. They have mohawks. Yeah, they're goth like me. And then you see another one, and they're not the band. They're like you, and you're like, oh, it's I'm magical. Not the darkest person in the in the place. And then you see another one, and I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, wait, there's more of us. And then I felt like yep. I just automatically found my tribe. I was like. Did, I felt like, you know, at the end of Battlestar Galactica? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so say we all. <laughs> say no more. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> we, 
we've, that's awesome. We've, we've like got rid of the Cylons, but yeah, I mean, we may yeah. have not, but we got we got earth and water. Yeah, like yeah. I don't have to drink Adama's piss anymore. Yeah, oh god, <laughs> I'm sick of that shit. I'm just like, oh my god, you know, because like, and the metaphor for Adama's piss is white people shit that you end up going <laughs> to a pit or like a show, and they're like, they can't even see you anymore because you're the darkest person there, right. or. <laughs> or uh, they think that you're black, right? And they they can't actually. And this they made this into a meme, but it's so true. It's the truest thing I've ever heard in my life. When you go to a metal show or a punk show, it doesn't matter. They'll automatically the whitest person you'll know there will automatically come up to you if they're not going to hit on you and tell you how beautiful your skin on, skin is. They're going to ask you, "Are you a, are you a fan of bad bad brains? brains?" Yes, I was hoping you're going to bring up that meme because yeah, oh, there's also that website. Um, you know, the hard times. It's like an onion, but for like punk and yeah. metal and alt music. They had one that was like an. It was a headline. It was like so, yeah, that guy at show wasn't asked about bad brains once. And it's just like, By the way, I took a screenshot of that and send it to all my friends <laughs> i tagged it in every page like it's everything so i knew i was but like it's so true though dude. it's like you're gonna be asked about bad brains like it doesn't even <laughs> and so because i'm caribbean people just assume i speak jamaican oh or jamaican anyway yeah. and so they're like oh so yeah you like that conscious reggae stuff like <laughs> bad brains and i'm like i'm like bad brains ain't caribbean they yeah just they're not even yeah i'm like they're from dc and then I'm like, damn, I'm not even Jamaican. Like, yeah. speaking of which, you are, kind of. Yeah. yeah, my family lived down there for a while. I was born there. And, and because we have lot lots of friends and family there, I feel like kind of adjacent to, and, you know, certain habits, too, just became mm-hmm. like, you know, and I mean, there's a lot of Indian people down there as well, but certain habits just become like your habits, too, because you're you're around it. So you're like, all right, cool. Yeah, that sounds good. That tastes we're good. We're an infectious people. <laughs> I mean, Wait, Dina, you said you were born there? Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Yep. Nice. I think Divya is more West Indian than I am, although she's technically South Indian. So, yeah. <laughs> I, you were, I wouldn't say I'm more West Indian. I don't know. You, about dude, that. dude, you were born in Jamaica. You grew up in Miami and New York. <laughs> like, you're the most West Indian person. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. The only thing you didn't hit was like like Ontario, like like yeah, like Ontario. One of yeah. That's so, you already yeah. just hit all major Indian places. That's that's pretty true. That's so funny. Speaking of uh, like uh, uh, of childhood, like what got you into like animals and making them into stuffed animals? So. My, so, okay. My mom was a biology teacher. And so like, of course, like every like brown parent's dream is, oh, my kid's going to grow up and become like a doctor or whatever. Um, And to me, like, I've always loved science. Like that's a huge reason of like part of why I do taxidermy because you have like a lot, there's a lot of like science in it and there's a lot of, of, um, you know, like that scientific knowledge and that you have to know. Um, But I've always been drawn to making stuff and working with my hands and like I don't think I would ever be happy like sitting in a lab like doing research like as cool as it is and as much as I like reading the articles I'm like I don't want to be sitting there doing that I want to get my hands dirty I want to like make the things and I also thought you know like a lot of like you know in like her biology classroom like she taught for a while at like a really nice school 
in Miami. So they had like all these like, you know, cool like study skins and like the little insect displays and all of that stuff, like the framed insects and all of that stuff. And they were teaching AIDS in her class. And as a kid, I'd always see them. And I was like, wow, like, these are really beautiful objects. In addition to being like, you know, beautiful animals and beautiful, you know, things in general, and educationally valuable. I always thought they were cool. I was like, who made this? Like, who chose to pick that frame and put this butterfly in it because this frame brings out the, you know, it brings out like the iridescence of it or like, oh yeah, that background color kind of, you know, lets this detail shine or like, you know, who picked the label to go on that study skin? Like that label looks, you know, that label and that ribbon, like I know it had to be a certain type of paper, but you know, they could have picked any any acid-free paper, but they chose that one. And, oh, their handwriting is so impeccable. Like, so seeing all those little details, I always thought, you know, I was I was more interested in making that stuff so it could be used for that scientific purpose than in actually going in the, the more traditional, like, linear route of, like, okay, I'm going to go and study ornithology and just, like, sit in a lab somewhere and, like, That's really, really cool. Toenails. So that got me into it. And, like... It was never something I thought I, I didn't think I would be able to do taxidermy as a career. Um, it was just like a hobby I had. And of course, like, you know, my mom's like, you're not doing this in the house. Like, and she was, and I think she was you know, Baby, obviously. Get out. <laughs> yeah. like, obviously, I don't want to fucking smell from Alpine all day. It's like telling a like, you're not practicing in the basement. Yeah. But it was also just like, you know, she's like, I don't think you're really into this. You're going to, you're just like, you're going to get past it. It's like, whatever. She's like, you're not yeah. into it. Like, That's what like, they thought about my mean guitar. Right. It's just a yeah. fad. Yeah. No, trust yeah, me. It's not a fad. Phase. It is the American phase. Yeah. You're just you're like, this is just your weird phase. And I was like, oh, this is like my weird, my weird phase weird is life. Like forever. Yeah. Our weird phase is life. We. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so I went into like, you know, so I like studied art and like I worked in fashion for a long time and I, I always liked it. You know, I was like sculptural things. I was like sculpting and like making three dimensional objects, like whether it was a shoe or a, you know, a bird or whatever. Um, oh but then God, I always make did... bird shoes. Yeah, I could. Yeah, <laughs> I, I could. Wow. Um, that changes so, the game, Vivian. It changes <laughs> I the game. I have no idea what just came to mind. <laughs> so As I a West Indian, like, you have no idea. Yeah. You can sleep in my carnival outfit now. Not oh, my I've God. That before. would be my dream. Wow. Too, would we should be, do it like, together. We'll carnival. talk about this offline yeah. because we're totally going to take over this podcast. That, on this that would be my dream come true to be, like, taxidermy carnival outfits. Like that. Oh, my God. Oh, do you, yeah. you should do a my. band. You would make Dude. so much money. I don't Dude, even, I would just do it with like friends. Like, how about just you? I oh mean, God, you could be please. into like me and you, Patty. Like, we can just go as like. <laughs> Are you going to make me feathered ni- a, like nipple pasties? I'm obviously, oh. yeah. <laughs> My God. I don't want those, but I'm down for. <laughs> well, you need to cover your nipples because they're just explicit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, nipples yeah. can show in the Caribbean, I, I don't, girls or boys. I right. don't want cod pieces. That's oh no no! They usually have like a shorts and like a belt for guys. It's yeah. the girls that usually have like have the like elaborate. Like, the Wait, I gotta work yeah. out more. Yeah, Is that what you're saying? Or does no it no no? They actually, they like jiggles yeah. there. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, cool. it's like the most body positive like experience because well, it's so hot out there you ain't got no choice you ain't got no choice you got to be showing your body up no yeah. the bigger your butt johnny you're gonna get it like yeah. all the girls yeah. gonna want it they want i don't have a big butt it doesn't matter they're gonna grab that cake <laughs> i got love handles we're, not butt we're gonna make sure i'm gonna let the girls know we're gonna twitter this like oh make sure when you see our <laughs> podcast host johnny grab his ass yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. And you're we'll and that. you're gonna come home and your butt's gonna be sore because so many women are gonna grab your ass. Oh, but God. they're gonna give you a free drink at least, you know, because you know we know how to treat people. All right. All right. <laughs> when we're sexually right. harassing them. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I deserve my 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 gender deserves it. Yeah. When is like is it considered sexually harassing if you do it to men? Like if women do it to men? Yes, right? The age comes into play, you know. I'm way I past that age. I think I'm it's past that age. consent, yeah. It's with consent. So if you're yeah. consensual, but once you, okay. I just want to clarify that because cosplay isn't consent either. And if yeah. you are doing a carnival outfit, it's technically cosplay. Yeah, yeah. It's not, yeah. Like just because, uh, you know, gorgeous woman is walking around with you know oh, yeah. a tiny thing I, on does not mean to go touch her like I, I mean like the last thing i want someone to do is touch me while i have butt floss i mean ass. unless right, you're yeah. john boyega and you're winning <laughs> yeah, we have a podcast <laughs> about how ridiculous it was and i was like do these people have never seen carnival but that goes but back also, to the whole like, aspect that, yeah the whole aspect of not knowing like they're like outsiders and i'm like that person he was dancing with was fine with it like it was not a big deal. Like everyone and, was. And I'm like, so... do, do y'all know Carnival is actually a celebration of freedom? Yeah, and I know. Yeah, like, cause, like, cause we were slaves. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh my god. <laughs> they have no idea. Oh, I don't gosh. know. They're like, oh, you guys weren't slaves. Well, y'all gonna know. Now. You're gonna learn now because we're gonna get some awesome bird feathers and yeah. bird shoes. <laughs> Divya's gonna do our whole out. Oh my god. Do you even know? <laughs> I'm so excited. I don't even want to talk loud. <laughs> but yeah, so we've been talking a lot about your work and it is really fun and you're just, you're just fun in general. So we can talk about this constantly and like, we can just go on and on and on. And you have like, not only, so we mentioned your museum work. We mentioned how, like you discussed how you got here, like how'd you got like involved in taxidermy, but like, we never even touched really on your book and you, you've done like even talking about prior, like Johnny mentioned, like, you know, you have all these amazing accomplishments and you're so humble and just so sweet. And you like take pictures with people and like you do these classes and, you know, it's really funny. I've met like online people like, you know, who are like not my friends, but they're my online friends. Yeah. And you know how like your online friends are like, oh, you follow some cool people like or like they'll follow you because, you know, you see the interactions between people yeah. and they're like, oh, I didn't know your friend does taxidermy. And like, I'm like, yeah, she has her site. Divya does tax. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very, very difficult. Direct. Um, yeah, but then they like take your classes or like, and they'll send me pictures that they did like the mice and stuff, and I get so excited because like oh, I feel like you're you. like my cousin. Like you know, I feel like you're like my cousin. Probably like, are I was related. Like, you yeah, we probably yeah. are cousins. I mean, you were born in Jamaica, probably. Yeah. And so I um, so also like I'm pretty sure you or a like, cousin's up, cousin, cousin's cousin. You know, there's yeah. always some like brown connection. Of course. I mean, you hit up you hit up all the West Indian points. I told you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, you, yeah, we're bound to, and you live in a pretty West Indian neighborhood yeah. right now. Yeah. So you know, you're so West Indian that you know oxtail is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> like you're mad about that shit. You're like, what? You mean to tell me I can't get Thanksgiving special dinner now? Yeah. Oh my because gosh! Because this ass wants to get all stupid. Um, but yeah, I feel like. Uh, going back to it like yeah it's just so cool like I, I I'm pretty sure like you have like this hate and love relationship with like stores like like although it brings like attention to your art and the realm of your art 
it's like a lot of the times I've gotten and I'm like, oh my God, version. this is awful. Like I see like awful work and I'm like, my friend does so much better work. <laughs> like, oh, that's so nice of you. That's really nice. I'm like not to be a snob, but like I'll be like, you know, like a casual conversation. Like, hey, by the way, have you ever heard of this person? And I remember very vividly one time I went in there because it was kind of I was waiting for someone in the area. Yeah. And I we go in and we saw the bird section and I love birds. That's why I know you have a like a weird I thought I had a weird obsession with birds and I met you and I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, we really are like soulmates." Well, cuz bird people are just weird in general. Like I had like all my bird friends, like I don't see them often, but I'm like bird people. Like we just like And you like very similar <laughs> birds that I love and I'm like when you did, when you put up that hawk video, I got so mentally wet. I was like <laughs> And it was slow motion. I was like, look at this. I showed everybody. <laughs> and my dad's like, you're so fucking weird. Oh, it's not weird. It's amazing. But then only bird got... people know. It's like those memes, no, like but... only 90s kids know. It's yeah, like only bird he, kids know. He totally <laughs> loves your chickens. So he looks it up oh. and he'll, like, he sees like the videos and like sometimes I'll screen, because he doesn't have Instagram, so I'll screenshot like yeah. pictures of like the fancy stuff that you do, like the fancy mice and stuff, and I'll send it to him because he likes that stuff. Oh, that's Because he doesn't know it's called taxidermy. Right. He yeah. just thinks it's, it's art. Just, like, yeah. To him, it's like like it's like museum art. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome! That's so cool. Because, like I said, we had the fancy chickens and stuff, right? Yeah. So he grew up in a culture where they kill, like they raise their own animals. Yeah, they of kill course. Them. Yeah. They, they like you know. Like, yeah, it's, it's a all whole ethical. like holistic process. Yeah. Yeah, and it's an ecosystem within the village. Yeah, yeah. You know? uh, it's not like you kill all the animals, but you use the milk, you use the yeah, eggs, yeah. whatever you need. And so he he like it to them. It's an art it's a it's an art to preserve and things like that so it's this yeah. respectful thing like it's not like i've ever been grown up to say you know like uh vegetarian um like types of families like when i right. say vegetarian families i mean like not only eating vegetarian but also like a lot of south indian cultures that believe in like you know not harming an animal or not even killing an animal yeah. in that sense not that you're harming animals but they right. believe that all killing is is you know hurting um they might have this idea that that what you do is like really negative yeah or like having that type of art in your house is negative it's negative yeah. that kind of negative um aspect like just like when we were talking about people not understanding like an aviary is a mansion for uh, right yeah. yeah but um but yeah I mean, so like, i think there's yeah there's definitely stuff like that that i'll like come you know that like there's definitely like certain family members and certain like even certain like just people i meet you know regularly that are like oh that's weird that's this it's that and they have this like preconceived notion and it's to me a lot of it is like the discomfort with death you know or the discomfort mm -hmm. with the food cycle because there, so there are people of which how do you feel about that story about that guy that had passed away a young guy and they actually had him sitting they embalmed him in a way oh right yeah I mean those are his last wishes so I'm like you know even though that's not something I would want like if those are his wishes then those are his wishes. Like they should be respected. And like, I have, so I have a few, I've never gone to like, speaking of like, you know, all over the place, like I've never gone to New Orleans, but I have a few good friends down there. Um, and the funeral tradition there is like, you have a second line, which is like this parade, yep. you know? Yep. And like one of my friends, like sadly, um, he was a bounce artist, like just passed away way too young. And there are all these videos of just like, everyone like you know twerking on his on his monument like you know or mm -hmm. not twerking like bouncing not twerking bouncing on his monument twerking like all this stuff you know mm -hmm. and 
you know, like there were all these things and like seeing them, I was like, I couldn't be there. Like, but I was so happy seeing like that. I'm like, that's what he wanted. That's like his, that was his last, those were his last rights. That's what he wanted. That's, it was also really like a big thing for everyone who was around too. Cause it was just like, get it out. Like you're crying, you're shaking, you're just, your whole body is experiencing this grief, you know, cause grief just, mm-hmm. cons- it can consume you if you don't express it. So like, you know, I mean, to like me, me personally, like whole... I felt I felt like it was like like you said, like it's his wish. Yeah, but I felt really uncomfortable with the situation because it was him. Yeah, I mean, like it it's just it's it just depends. I feel like a lot of the there's so much like culture around different, or there's so many things about different cultures like relationship to death, and so many things that have just changed in the past like hundred years. You know, like there are things like people used to like keep the body at home until they were able to wash it and say goodbye and like you know even just for like a day or two and the family plot used to be in the back and like you know of course like issues of water quality and everything like that like yeah you don't want people to just bury anyone wherever but now when like someone passes away anything you do if you're like if you play play a song at the funeral or like oh no 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 it's bad it's disrespectful or oh if you take like a picture here oh no 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 it's bad and it's like well what is what was a person's wishes oh, like what is so- the like thing like what did they what did they want? What they want, right? Or their and, culture. So, like, yeah. so I'm glad that you picked you 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 uh, brought that up because, like, in my culture, um, doing all of that for the deceased, we actually celebrate their their life. Yeah. So yeah. Like, taking pictures and like, they're okay. So we get DVDs of people's funerals. Yeah. Like, so we if we don't go back home or they'll Skype it. Yeah. Or whatever, but it's not disrespectful. It's not like they're throwing up like hand signals or whatever. Right. Just yeah. Taking yeah. A picture. Yeah. Deceased, you know. <laughs> yeah. But like at first, you're gonna be like, okay, as American, you're like, what the fuck is? You're like, yeah, on? what the hell is going on? But then, but, but then it's like in our culture, like not only that, like they dress the dead. Like usually, the person who dresses the dead is not the mortician; it's the relative. Yeah. Exactly. Like, my yeah. cousin used to do that because she was a beautician. My cousin's wife, and um, she's over here now. But like. She would do their like if they if she knew that they did acrylic nails she would do, do them their, like could yeah. you imagine full set you know, know like, like and like in the caskets they'll put like things that the person liked like liquor obviously yes, right yeah. liquor perfumes colognes yeah um you know they like different things um gold you know just just things that you know ritualistically yeah. they signify for the dead of course yeah. and paying homage to that person and people are partying and. Um, my dad always told us when we were kids, like, you don't cry for the dead. I mean, like you do, right? Yeah, of course. You don't cry yeah. for the dead, but you, but you thank the gods, right? That, yeah. that you were given this good person. Yeah. And I think that's such a beautiful way of dealing with death as a child yeah. and like explaining death to children. Yeah. And it really stuck with me even as a kid, like even as an adult and even in my ears right now that when, you know, my relatives have passed or close loved ones have passed is you don't feel guilty for partying. Right. Until, yeah. until I went to an American funeral, I felt really guilty yeah like, it's I felt so guilty true. for like yeah. smiling with other people yeah. I felt guilty for like because when when like in my culture like I said when we go to funerals it's like a family reunion yeah yeah but there it's like everybody has to be quiet everybody is like really sad and everyone's crying or they're yeah. just not talking or yeah they look really upset there's no like humanity you in know. it and I feel like a lot of you know that death is like the end for everything you know there's no uh we're not downloading ourselves into computers or whatever like that's but not i hope that happens it. soon though i really want to do that <laughs> i don't i just want to go <laughs> you guys can stay i'll go I be, I want, i'm just gonna go i want to download into a computer 
I want Divya to taxidermy me with that. <laughs> oh gosh, no. I want to wear my my bird shoes. Bird I hope we live. <laughs> I hope we live very long lives, and I hope someone cryogenically you know freezes to, me like, like no, Fry we in need, Futurama. Like, our, we need our skeletons to be in those like bird carnival <laughs> outfits. Except oh I God. want my skeletons to somehow have like unrealistic like like ridiculous. Some, like, yeah. Like I want to be in a. Po- I want to be in a yoga pose. Yeah. Okay, this is what I want, right? I mean, if y'all listening out there, right? <laughs> I want to be in in position four of warrior pose, right? And I want to be wearing my bird shoes that okay. Divya specifically is making for me. Thank you. <laughs> But, I'll come watch. I'll come look at look at you guys in your bird. Yeah, your bird I want to be cryogenically when I'm in frozen. My Android uh, body. Yeah, that's why yeah, you Android. have to pay homage to us, yeah. like every you and know couple like, years. Just, and you're like, yeah, you throw you pour out a drink for your lost homies. Like, yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. I'll show up oh, with, with some hen for you guys. Oh, so you've mentioned evolution before, so um, you might want to edit that out because I work with. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's <laughs> okay. Never mind. No problem. But I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. They're not listening. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know, like stores like that, it's kind of crazy because like, of course, they're like, you know, they're in Soho or whatever. So everything's mm-hmm. going to be like mad expensive. I hope they like, pay you Mad Bank. I mean, it's like once in a while I do projects with them. Like, it's mm-hmm. you know, they're they're good about that kind of thing. They're very good about like paying on time and stuff like that. Good. Um, but it's yeah, weird. But we, There's we'll like edit all that. No, that's fine. That's okay. I just wanted to let you know because that's cool. I should have probably not said the name. No, it's anyway. fine. But we that's can. Fine. I mean, there's definitely like okay. So there are definitely stores out there that are overpriced no. and sell. All I didn't say anything bad. I just said like I went in and I remember like going into a store. Well, now they know saw... that they should get more work. More stuff from Because <laughs> oh they should I'm pay not her more money. I'm just like, what the fuck? They should pay her more money and they should commissioner like all the time it is but i hope it's still not in there it was a couple of years ago and i'm not trying to backtrack or whatever it was a couple no, of years no, it's ago fine. and i saw it it was a piece i'm not going to say what animal because if it's still there it's terrible and you could see the skin falling and, right. and the blue pieces and i'm not i have an astigmatism in both my eyes i can see that so <laughs> when i i'm saying like come on and I didn't even take a picture. Like your pictures say so much. Like I look at your stuff. Like I'm very like meticulous. And not that I'm a nitpicky person. It's just you know the brown in me. You know you have to be a plus plus. Yeah, know, we're right? nitpicky. <laughs> yeah, so that's why you know. Like yeah. you'll see something like, oh my god, no, I can't take this picture. Look at this. Yeah. I have to brush it this way. Um, because we're constantly scolded as brown kids. Um, of course, yeah. Uh, I like all your feathers and your piece, like all the the fur is always in in the same direction that I notice. Like in a swoop, like you brush them or you you always tailor yeah, it groomed. very <laughs> nice. And it's very like I really appreciate all of that. Like it's this eye candy that you know oh, you really you. look at. And I love that it's all well lit. Like you know, one thing I really fucking hate is when people have beautiful art and they do not take a good picture. Uh, there are on an Instagram page, bro. The whole point of Instagram, we're not in ages of a razor phone anymore. We have DSLRs, guys. What is wrong with you? Yeah, and even like iPhones, like they have great, like regular mobile phones have great cameras. Yeah, they do. Yeah, just get some good so lighting. Like saying, it definitely lighting. made it. Yeah, the lighting thing helps, but it also like it's definitely made like easier when you're like, oh, okay, like when you're having like the new phones, it is like a lot easier to take certain mm-hmm. kinds of photos um 
for sure. And just like having like, you know, a light or whatever. But it's funny because sometimes people are like, oh, like you're like once in a while I'll get a message like, oh, I want to come to your like warehouse. And I'm like, what warehouse? <laughs> what? <laughs> sponsor yeah, you're, you're aviary you know you're like yes i want to come to your like, thing and i'm like no it's just me like it's it's me and it's my like little studio in my house like i'm not okay so this is what we're gonna do right because puma <laughs> is probably listening and you're jamaican and every good jamaican i know like really famous jamaican is I sponsored better start, by puma well i better start running because <laughs> all right no, even my line of like dancehall artists, you just got to do one reggae song. If Cardi B can do a horrible reggae song, and we forgive her for that, right? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you, she, you, you she can, can do, do no wrong. wrong. She... <laughs> I'm just saying, I love her. I love her like, so girl, much. <laughs> girl, you for real, and you listen to Conscience and Vibes Cartel, and <laughs> yeah. this is what you came out with. <laughs> like who, who in your, who in your, who in your little group told you that was good? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know but if you got bad bank just to say some stupid things you're like okay because one of my true loves is pitbull and yeah, he literally same. only says dale in every yeah yeah so i'm okay with that yeah he can do no wrong because he's mr worldwide yeah <laughs> i mean like he really is though like like microsoft <laughs> has like sponsored him to go to like random towns in like the middle of china to like sing a song mm-hmm. i'm like this is crazy i was like he's <laughs> It's like you guys. I mean, like, he's a big deal. Like how how much money does he have? Like so much. And, and think about he English is not his native language. No, and it's amazing. All his like, he's a, English, yeah, right? and he's a he's like a mega star. He's like yeah, yeah it's, it's because it's he dresses like a giant tic tac. Right. And he's yeah. always sharp, and the white is yeah. always bright. Yeah, because when you're like that's a Miami thing. Like you will never have like a white piece of clothing in Miami and it doesn't look like it's never touched sun or sand. So very it yeah, that's a very Caribbean so thing. Crispy. You have to yeah, bleach the yeah. fuck out of it. Yeah. They have to bleach it before they even wear it. There's this yeah. way of wearing white. And and, and there's like, that like, powder, Yo, like yeah, I do that because I want to be able to get my socks white again. Oh my God, no problem. <laughs> Talk to my mom because I don't wear white. <laughs> Neither there's do like, I. I so lied. Gone. I don't have white socks. <laughs> so God. No, there's this like powder too. It's like a powder yeah. that's like a it's like toner for your clothes. It's like there's yep. a whole thing to it. Or some people use a method like how you bleach your hair. Yeah, they use the yeah. Powder. I, I yeah. was just kidding. I don't have anything white. <laughs> I mean, I have one. I have one white shirt. I take to the dry cleaner. <laughs> I mean, although Divi is a taxidermist and is very clean, she's still a goth chick. We don't wear white. Yeah, I, I don't even one. have a white button-down have... shirt to wear with my suit. Like I have I colored have shirts. One, like, Miami what did you get married in? A blue shirt. <laughs> <laughs> You were like, what's not black, but okay for a wedding day? I got a, I got, I had a, a, a navy blue suit with a light blue shirt. Yeah, man. Like, I don't. I think I, that's, I'm not going to even lie. That's totally my default color when I go to a wedding. <laughs> oh, I still wear black. I still wear black. But I like, still wear black. you know, when you go to like those fancy halls and you're like, okay, I can't wear black because their lighting is going to be crazy. Right. I, I mean. So. I, add that. I always make sure there's rhinestones. Guys, though. remember yeah. though, is Something a black sparkly. suit is like basic though, right? Like I gotta go but a girls, little. It's different. it's different for a girl, but yeah. for a guy, like everybody that I mean, has no style wears a black suit. So you gotta yeah, go a yeah. little bit different. Switch it up with like fabric though. You could have like a black velvet suit. Yeah, but who's gonna oh. buy that for me? Like you're gonna you're gonna make, spend that money. That's some cash. So <laughs> That's cash bills. Yeah, but velvet is like oh. you make velvet suits. It's not like yeah. something crazy. They're not. You can get I'm them. I'm not that like, kind of goth. I'm more metal goth. 
Okay, we'll get like a black, like ooh, like black with like a leather collar, like one, not the whole collar is leather, but no, just like no, the no, top no, collar no, no, no. leather. Just because okay. we listen to Ministry and Voltaire, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I like. I, I'm friends with Voltaire on Facebook. You may not know who I am, but we're actually friends on Facebook. That's how far back the goths. I love Voltaire so much. I even bought his comic. Book. He was at the last um, Oddities flea market that I was at. Oh my God. He was there, he like still walking look... around. Dude, he still I looks see... the same. He doesn't age. Voltaire. He does Aged. Play. He's, like He's right. White people that has never aged. I saw Voltaire play in the '90s, like mid early '90s, at a yeah. little tiny ass goth thing in Connecticut, and like the place was probably the the entire place was probably like the half the size of my apartment. And I live in Manhattan, so my apartment is pretty small. And and like it was not a stage; it was like him and a cello player, and it was literally yeah. like they were on the top step to the the other area of the of like the restaurant bar that we were yeah. in like that's how long ago wow. like because goths were humble people we don't need big arenas yeah we know how to share <laughs> we don't punch people in there's the not face. enough of us let's be real we're actually kind of <laughs> a know, minority yeah. yeah it's like five people and it's the same people yeah <laughs> i mean look we talked about it this really before so. the guy who made your fangs like when you told me when we went to comic-con yeah. and you're like yo so-and-so made my fangs i'm like that guy's like, still around <laughs> Around and we're like, because that's why I got them. I was like, wait, didn't you start? Weren't you a vampire when I was ten? Like, <laughs> like, didn't didn't I buy a Vampire the Masquerade book off? Yeah, of Vampire the Jihad, right? Like, you know, like before the Masquerade, yeah. it was Vampire the Eternal Jihad or whatever. The like cards, you were, like you were part of the Vampire Clan before, like you know, and when Akasha before Akasha was big. So you very well know these people are old as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. They're all vampires. That's why they're all real, actual vampires. Yeah. I'm, I'm con. Well, so because am I. Because most, most, eth- most non-ethnic people don't age very. Yeah, long. exactly. I was like, man, he has not aged like one bit. It's the cello. Yeah, it's the cello. Yeah, yeah. Rasputina. Like you just add a little right? bit of Susie yeah. and the Banshees and Rasputina yeah. cello. You'll stay. Yeah, Susie hasn't forever. aged either. Like they yeah. just don't age. It's that black eyeliner. It's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because it's got all the like oils in there. <laughs> It's the bindies that they wear that align that their shoulders. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's definitely the like obsidian crystals. <laughs> it is. It is. The crystals work. And you got to put them in your bra so hilarious. they just. <laughs> Did you ever ask, like, when, just speaking of it, since we're on the topic, you ever had goth kids ask you what your goth name is and you actually give them your full Indian name? Yeah. Well... And they're like, Oh my god, that's so ethnic. Because everyone knew me as Patty, and then when I give them my full name, which I never could say at school, at goth clubs, they made their business like because they were really into Hindu myth and stuff. Right? Yeah. Like, oh my god, that's so ethnic, and I totally get it. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I and then, <laughs> I'm like, okay, but they're gonna buy you a free drink and get you a slice of pizza. So I'm like, yeah, sure, Sarah, yeah. I'll call you Akasha. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> You know, oh, so funny. Yeah, like your goth name. I was having the same conversation with um with someone else, like an- another, like you know, who would I ever talk about goth stuff with? I don't know. <laughs> like, but I was having the same conversation with someone else. I was like, yeah, goth names. I was like, oh man, like I had like I had changed mine, and I I didn't use it after nine eleven because it was really bad. Oh. But since my last name is Ananthraman, mine was just Divya Ananthrax. So, like, oh. it looked like Ananthrax, like, written down. You could totally bring that back now. I just want you to know that. 
Is it it's, far enough? Anthrax, anthrax itself is, 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 is okay. Anthrax is like, yeah. I would just think like Anthrax the band. Yeah, I still exactly. don't think. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, people were like, you know, there was that, like, there were all those. I mean, this was probably, like, also. That's 16 years time, ago. It must not, yeah. It must not have been, like, a think real news that. story. I don't know. But people were like, people are getting <laughs> random white envelopes testing positive for Anthrax. And I was like, oh, boy, I better not. No, it's just people <laughs> nailing their cocaine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, yo, did you see? They're going to think it's a bomb. Just <laughs> yo, yo, yo. I was like, Ooh, we're just going to call this shit anyway. anthrax because it's the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, now we're all going to, like, never be able to fly anywhere internationally. I didn't ever have a <laughs> we know? So we were shit. all in. Have you ever gone to Webster Hall and they see you're a brown person? <laughs> yeah. The amount of fucking, like, girth they try to get in your general area. Oh, I'm my like, gosh. So, so bro, can, can I just give you some sanitizer before you? <laughs> <laughs> we were all industrial, so we had, like, German names. Mine was, like, Crash Fender Bender. <laughs> oh my god, you really had a goth name? Yeah, crap. Oh, oh this is so good. Dude, you dude, why do you, do you think I know I Front 242 because I just am I I did okay. research on you? Like I listened to Front 242. Okay, okay. All jokes aside, they like you know obviously my first screen name and stuff is still the one that I use for my Instagram because like my name's Patty. I just, you know, go by Purgatory P. Yeah. So, but oh, that's, that's not like good. my goth. I felt like that was like very industrial. Like that was my poetry name. That's how you know how it's really <laughs> That's a really, yeah, that's a deep So when I was like 16, 17 on live journal. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so sad. It's like, No, oh. it's good. It's I was, not sad. Because I was brooding. I was like, I, I was like 13. That was my, that was my writing name. Like when I was like writing songs and playing guitar and stuff and I was in orchestra for school. So like I had my metal stuff at home. And then when I was at school, I'm like fucking breaking off some cello and shit. And, nice. Like, I'm asking my teacher how to like do like Transylvanian concubine from like the Rasputina <laughs> cover. And I'm like, <laughs> and like playing like black number one on the bass that I'm not tall enough. Oh. You know, Oh, that's like so a stand up base. Oh, baby. Yeah, like this, I know this little kinder fucking asshole goth in sixth grade. That's so cute. That is so good. And oh. so I think, so like, it's like, I feel like we all just kind of bond over the fact that we have so much in common. It's like, but where were you when I needed you? Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? right? Like, ah, oh, because I would go to the goth club and I'd be the only brown person there. I'd be like, ah, you know, like, I really oh. like coming here, but y'all too white. It is, and it's like now, like if we go somewhere, it's like I kind of like it's so fun to hit. You and you'd bond like, with the hey, one guys- black person at the goth club. You were like, "Yo, yeah. you my friend." Yeah, <laughs> dude from Black Fun Bad Rains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't even know his name. Oh my god! So one time I brought one of my family friends, like my cousins, right? And he's um West Indian, so he's mixed, but he looks more Afrocentric, and he has dreadlocks. So he's like, oh, so we're going to a metal club? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm going to get some metal chicks. Like, we're young, obviously. I mean, right. whatever. Who doesn't, you know, they want to meet, like, some cool chicks. They think, you know, the uh, the idea is that, like, our clan is, like, kinkier or whatever the fuck. You know, whatever. They exotify us. Right. If they don't exotify us, a regular. So think about a subgenre who's exotified. Then you're in that subgenre. You're the subgenre of the subgenre. Oh, the sub-genre so yeah. you're, more, you're more exotified. And you're like, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I can't even wear your makeup. Like, we wear black eyeliner, but it's just Bollywood style. It's really not yeah. goth. No matter what I do, I still look ethnic. Right. So, <laughs> so I brought my my cousin, and he's, like, he appears to be black, but he's mixed. Like, Indian black and, like, mixed stuff. Yeah. And so, like, 
phenotypically he looks like a tall black guy with dreadlocks so every dude it was just not one like i went over to my friends and stuff do you know that people were trying to introduce me to him because we're the darkest people in the group in in like the little area and like asking him like they asked him like a million times like oh do you like bad brains like do you like like you guys are so ethnic it's so cool i like, like asking us if favorite corporation or something like we were we were <laughs> sent by the government to fuck with the goth kids to make sure that they're not racist you know, I, we were there to va- like we're like the brown kids in the yoga classes. We're there to validate, like validate their usage of other cultures because <laughs> goth culture is heavily Hindu. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we talk goth names, so why I was talking about goth names? Goth names are usually Hindu names, right? Yeah, there's why. so many of them. How many Davies have you met? Oh God! Like but so they say many. it as hi. My name is Devi. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Debbie is the worst. I'm like, no, no, Davy. Remember when uh, everybody was calling himself Debbie because uh, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac's girlfriend? So there was this oh, comic no. book. Oh, so that's how you know, like, I'm way back. Like, I'm going to make you feel old as fuck. Like, we're going to stop this podcast and you're like, fuck, Patty. I feel so old. So, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, for you other kindergoths that don't have no idea what we're Oh, my God. About, Who doesn't know about that girl. shit? Really, people? Like There's young generations, generations that don't know. younger people. It's okay. I don't believe in younger born. people anymore. <laughs> a lot of people who don't think goth is like more than like wearing Killstar and Rogan Rolf, like right, yeah, <laughs> and trip clothing, like not realizing that there's actually comic books and music and whatever. They think it's like some kinky girl that's on Suicide Girls that's going to show you her thick thighs that save lives. <laughs> um, other than that, um, yeah. So there was this comic book and his girlfriend. The guy that was in the uh, the, the <laughs> protagonist, his girlfriend was named was Davy, but because people just assumed her name was Devi, I don't know why they named themselves after Devi. Like so, that was like the generations of the Devies and the Akashas and any vampire that was very common. Like you'll meet a guy named Blade or whatever, but they won't say that around the colored people. They'd be like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I remember my cousin when we, like, speaking of my cousin, like, when, when I was mentioning that, like I said, jokingly, like, he wanted me to dress him up kind of gothy and put some eyeliner. And like I was like, yo, you look mad beautiful. <laughs> like, like, and he's like, I look like a girl. Like He's like, but I'm pretty, though. <laughs> and so, you know, like, we didn't have like highlighter back then and people didn't use that stuff. We just used pale, like kind of like, you know, powder yeah. based foundation. Yeah, we'd use, me- use, we'd use medium brown with lighten our skin up a little bit. We, we didn't use any. Of- I, I didn't use any of that garbage. I was like, whatever. No, I just yeah. Used no, I didn't use it, obviously. I didn't even wear eyeliner, to be honest lips- with you. I just went. Yeah, and then black lipstick, which black lipstick for us was black eyeliner that we just rubbed yep. on our lips and put a little bit of Vaseline on. Yep. <laughs> That's how old we are. Like now you get it online, like you get it everywhere. You get it at the grocery store. Now you can Bro, find it like every, every, everywhere. It is so good. Y'all crazy. soft. Yeah, Y'all soft. soft. Because I'll still use like the black eyeliner as lip liner though, because there's something about it that just feels good. <laughs> something about your lips that just go i understand this is the right they're like feeling. yes like it when, feels good yeah. yeah yeah like you need you need a little struggle in your lips yeah. <laughs> it's just that nostalgia you know <laughs> of tasting eyeliner of tasting <laughs> eyeliner yeah That's but it's fun. like lasts but longer it does it actually does so they're see we're teaching the children the vaseline yeah. is what about does so it. it's the vaseline 
the Vaseline seals it in to give it that glossy yeah. look. And if you wanted to mix your lipsticks to be darker, what I would do is get dark eyeshadow, like black and blues and purples and mix it like kind of like a duochrome kind of mixture and then mix it within Vaseline and then put it on. And that's how yeah. I would know how bright colors would look on me. Because now I still wear bright colored lipstick. It's just that it's easily accept accessible because I wouldn't have to mix the eyeliner and eyeshadow and make sure that the eyeshadow was opaque enough to be lipstick. It's this ratio, yeah. like you have to cook it. You know, then you found out yeah. that you can make lipstick from crayons. And when I found out that, I was like, boy, I was crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, like, who wants to put crayon on their lips? <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's edible. Um I mean, have you guys ever dyed your hair with Kool-Aid? Yeah. You know? No. Yeah. So now everything How? is so given How? to... You guys have black it's, hair. It's... Well, you'd yeah, only it would get tint. a tint. Yeah. And it would be in the sun. And there's plenty of sun in Miami. So... Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> or sun in. Or you or would, what you yeah. would do sun in. And then... See, that's what I'm saying. That's how you know we're like... like it was like struggle goth. Like you couldn't like... <laughs> like I remember moving to New York and being like, oh, Manic Panic is a store here. Like I can find it. Yeah. Or going, or yeah, going or going to, like, to the, the yeah. yeah, and going where to like where Mamoons is now. Yeah, like you just go to there and get all your oh, from your shirts and, like, and all your metal stuff. And, like, yeah, but they were all you know. Remember those? All those stores were owned by in, like Indian uncles. Still, yeah, they, I know. Aren't they still owned by Indian uncles? There are still some that are. Oh my gosh, like, a lot. It is so crazy because I'm like you're buying like latex hot pants and it's like from an uncle and you're like oh. oh. Hi. <laughs> but then i would get the discounts yeah you guys of course discounts? yeah they'll hook you up but it's always kind of like oh this is awkward like oh i just loved getting all my um like cannibal corpse t-shirts there like i like cannibal corpse but i'm not as a big fan as like it would seem when i was younger yeah, like i love them but it's only so much i could hear about them all their t-shirts had collie on them so of course i would get every single one <laughs> they're cool t-shirts I mean, yeah. they're very, very cool. They're a good band, but they're not as good of the band as they make as as their t-shirts are. are. Exactly. That's what I wanted to stress. Like, not that I'm saying, oh, I'm a poser and I wear this shit. No, I actually like Cannibal Corpse. I mean, yeah. as much as you can like <laughs> Exactly, Corpse, right? But, they're not like but, uh, anything. But I remember the uncles, they, they would be so kind and they'd make sure that if they knew that you were coming, because it wasn't the internet. We didn't have Amazon back then. So you had to take your, you know, your cut day or your half day or beg your parents so that you can get all the way into the city as a inner city youth kid and go all the way to Manhattan with your friends, get a Nathan's hot dog and spend the rest of your money on spikes and chains. And, right. You know, dog. Oh my God. I have so many spikes. I bought, put them on everything. I had like a Jägermeister hat with spikes on it and shit. Dude, <laughs> I had it on everything, everything. So there's like, so I have like younger cousins coming up that are like getting into like the new goth phase that, you know, that's very trendy. Yeah. In oh fashion. my God. I hate it. Which makes our clothes, I, like, dude, I, I find things that I used to wear when I was younger so easy. And I'm like, oh, that's wonderful. But then I see other kids wearing, I'm like, wow, maybe I'm too old for this. <laughs> like, no like, way. You know, I mean, no, whatever. No. no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you ever, like, you know, see, like, a really young kid in Forever 21 and they're wearing the same thing that you would wear and you're like, oh, my God. I feel bad for them because they have no style of their own. That's what I what I think. I'm like, oh, I, yo, come up with your I'm own like, shit. Oh, I mean, yeah, but I saw this other woman when I was in Forever 21 at H&M, and I was, she was just like, she was older, right? And not that I'm ageist or anything, but I was like, you know, you get to a certain point that you shouldn't show your cleavage. Like, I just don't in certain situations, like at the mall. Like, there's no, it's not needed. Like, if you're going to a wedding or something, and a little booby is cute, right? And I look at her, and I'm like, wow, you know, like, Forever 21 is 
There's a store, not a lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, thank God. But, um, you know? But, I mean, like, I'm just saying, I, my mom even talks about it. Like, you know, we all talk about this. As, as you mature, there's just certain things you're not going to wear. Like, I'm not going to wear fluorescent Jenko jeans right now. Well, they're all, which I used also to wear because Jenko jeans are ridiculous. And they only lasted for two years of our existence. It's ridiculous. You. For you, mine lasted forever. <laughs> Ever. Forever. I never wear Jenkos, to be honest with you. Like I'm not, a little bit older than I you I regret so. not keeping them, though, because I'm like, they were comfortable as shit. And, nah, you could like, so and they were like stuff. the best yeah. when you were bloated and going through your Exactly. Oh, my gosh. I was like, you look amazing. And you just have like, and since the legs are so wide, since you're, if you're bloated, you still look like little i would wear knee-high <laughs> boots and i would stuff all my snacks yeah and my, my juice and you could like have your so lighter. much stuff in those jeans it's so great <laughs> yeah you didn't even smoke but you had a lighter because you know your friends always needed one yeah and like, <laughs> or like you needed to light your eyeliner again yeah. so you could reapply it. that's hilarious you didn't have a purse you just had your Jenko like jeans. your knee-high boots and your Jenkos, yeah. Yeah, so I'm a little yeah, bit before Jenkos. Like we didn't, we 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 st- when I was growing up. So we're soft. For we still you, wore then. tight. <laughs> we still wore tight pants. You guys are millennials to me. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> no, they came up with a new word. Oh yeah, oh, you're yeah, a zenial. You're a zenial. That's right. We're we're genitals. Genitals. <laughs> Generation X, millennials, genitals. That's what we are. We're genitals. Genials. <laughs> We're genitals. You can't tell me what I am. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to have to say, with with that said, uh, we're coming up in an hour and a half, uh, and uh, it's 11 o'clock for me, so I want to go to bed soon. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I want to make sure that... I would love, like I I would said, love Divya to plug her book. All her sites. And everything real quick. Oh, yeah. sure. Okay, so like what? Just like say, yeah, I have a book. <laughs> you have a book? Oh yeah. Well, what's so, your book about though? Like, oh, yeah. like so the book, yeah, the book is called the book I co-authored with my friend and collaborator Katie, um, and it's called Stuffed Animals: A Modern Guide to Taxidermy, and it's got a bit of everything in it. So it's got um, we've got two in-depth like traditional taxidermy tutorials: um, one for mammals, one for birds. We have tutorials on how to do some of the more like fantasy stuff, like a jack, like how to make your own jackalope or how to make your own like two-headed creature. Um, but there is also in there a little history of taxidermy, a little bit of like supplies and checklists and things that you need to get started. We talk about like different. We kind of touch on like the sustainability and ethics of it, and sort of like things to consider no matter what perspective you're coming at it from. Um, we talk about our own experiences in there and, you know, in the back just for good measure because you don't want to waste anything. There are recipes in there as well. And it kind of came about as like, you know, as we would talk more about taxidermy and as like we started posting online more and like meeting more people who are into it. I'm like, wow, the same questions keep coming up. Like these are all questions that either students or um you know, people who want to learn more about taxidermy, these are all questions that they're asking me. So this book is sort of is like our like a big old like FAQ or frequently asked questions on taxidermy and related things. Cause we do talk about like bone cleaning in there and wet specimens and things like that. And that can be a little, some of those things can be a little harder to find information on. So yeah. Wow. Cool. Yeah. So we'll definitely link you up when we yeah. uh, post the, the oh, podcast. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. You have any other, you're, we talked about your website earlier. Um, yep. 
My website is friendsforevertaxidermy.com and my Instagram, which is updated a lot more than my website is, is Bloody Berrylicious. So that'll probably be a good link too, since that's a long name. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Cool. And thank you so much. Thank you guys. It was good talking to you. Yeah, it was awesome. And as as everybody knows, you can find us on all the things you need to find us on. So you do that. And uh Divya, I love you. Patty, I always I love, love you. You guys are awesome. <laughs> and uh I I hope to talk to you in real life very soon. Yeah, see. Yay, bye. Time darkness We hide in darkness My soul, my abyss I kill with a kiss And if you don't mind I'll take a cup of wine Before we share Is everything?